I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. All right, in about 15 minutes, we'll give you a shot at some money with another keyword to be revealed here on KFI. So just follow the directions and you might win. Oh, the legacy of the former mayor of L.A., Eric Garcetti, featured in a prime story in the El Segundo Times who sent the reporter to India to tell us that this ambassador is reinventing himself in another country. The legacy, of course, includes uh, crime, homelessness, trash, and now a $1.8 million payout over a lawsuit bought by an LAPD officer who said he was sexually harassed by a top aide to Garcetti. That aide's name, Rick Jacobs. We've been following this story for years. The lawsuit was bought in 2020 by this man named Matthew Garza. He was on the Garcetti security detail and said Rick Jacobs inappropriately hugged him, touched him, made crude sexual comments over several years, this was backed up by other city employees who said this is what Rick Jacobs does. Uh, he can forcibly kiss you. There's a picture of him with his, with his hand over another male's crotch while uh, <coughs> Garcetti is sitting there giving the thumbs up in the picture. Anyway, apparently the L.A. city attorney said, hey, you might want to settle this because if it goes to trial, he could get a lot more money than... Because uh, <laughs> the evidence was overwhelming. <laughs> and it went on for a long time. Somehow... This this loser Garcetti costs taxpayers almost two million dollars while he's eight thousand miles away in India. Yeah, what a let's, trick, huh? Let's bring on Daniel Gus, the Gus report on social media, who was following this story this morning, and give us some more detail. Daniel, <laughs> oh guys, it never ends. It never ends. 
I, I, did this settlement come out of nowhere because there was so many denials, so many claims they were never going to settle? Uh, I, I mean, I, I was. They got their own outside report that said, oh, they did not sexually harass people. They paid money for some woman to do an investigative report on them. They insisted. Did they have a good defense here? If they insisted this never happened. So I guess it did happen. Well, 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 the photo speaks speaks for itself. And to answer your first question, John, no, it did not come out of nowhere. I'm looking right now at a memo from the city attorney's office dated September 7th, so two months ago. And all of the honchos are there, including a Detective 3 from the LAPD, who I busted about five years ago, literally falsifying sworn records in a court document named Brian Hun. And they were all talking about it. Dave Michelson, who's chief counsel to Karen Bass, Ruth Kwan, his right hand, and all of the players. But let me correct something. This didn't cost the city uh, taxpayers nearly $2 million. It probably cost us, if you calculate time, outside counsel, all these quacks who, who, put, who put this uh, Matthew Garza uh, under scrutiny for God knows how many years, it probably cost $3 million or $4 million. $1.8 million is just the payment that is likely to go to Garza and his attorney who deserve every dollar of it. But it's way more expensive than $1.8 million. And this is not out of nowhere. This has been in the works for months, as evidenced by the new city attorney who took over for the uh, uh, the porn mustache city attorney, Mike Fewer, when this happened, that they knew that they were going to get screwed big time for upwards of $5 million. So they played it out as long as they could to harm and make Matthew Garza pay for this by keeping his life and his name in limbo for two, three, four years. Yeah, until Garcetti's safely away in India. And only thanks to mommy and daddy hiring, uh, you know, Papa Garcetti and Suki Roth hiring a lobbyist. How, how, Freaking embarrassing is that when you're an aide or, or, or a confidant of the incumbent president and your mom and dad hire a lobbyist? This guy has been living a lie since he grew up in Encino, uh, supposedly playing an Encino Little League, by the way, around the corner from which they found up a chopped up body today. Uh, how ironic is that? Mm. Um, so, no, Garcetti's been living a lie for 50 years. This is just one chapter that actually got exposed. What is the fascination that the L.A. Times has with Garcetti? Because I'm sure you saw the latest tongue bath that they published a few days ago. Yeah. About him reinventing yeah, himself I in Italy. They even sent a reporter all the way to New Delhi. It's like, I don't understand. I mean, he's 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 weak. He's spineless. He's silly. I, I, what is the fascination that that newspaper, the editors, the editorial people, the writer have with him? Why is he so important to them? You, you know what? In my opinion, uh, because I'm not inside the L.A. Times, but in my opinion, this is the last grasp of straws for the L.A. Times. Because if they don't have their, albeit biased and thoroughly biased coverage of politics and social issues, there's nothing left. You 
need the Times, which basically doesn't have a sports section anymore. You can get the national stories from Washington Post or Fox News or the New York Times. After local politics, there's really nothing else. And if they can't get an interview with the Garcettis and the Basses locking arms and all of the, uh, the corruption at Seattle, there's really nothing left to the Times. So they are kind of caught between a rock and a hard place. They either toe the line for local politicians who are all basically the same flavor of ice cream. Uh, or they have nothing else, and they have little enough left as it is, as far as I can see it. Uh, how many times did Garcetti deny that he knew anything about what Rick Jacobs was doing to these employees around him? I mean, he was I mean, trying to be confirmed by the Senate. I mean, it was a couple of times, right, in the, the, the deposition oh, for this case? Oh, God, it was hundreds of times, whether it was Senator Charles Grassley or other members of Congress uh, to the media, uh, 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 his his mouthpieces across social media. He has never acknowledged this. He has denied it all along. But the photo speaks for itself. He's grinning two feet from his face, if that much. And, and Jacobs is grabbing here. Oh, and I suppose Naomi Seligman, who was in his inner circle in City Hall, was she lying about it also? Were the other people lying about it? So I just lied just because you, you you never get anything by telling the truth in his universe. He lied and under the, oath several times. And the truth is, Garcetti's the course. only one that could have stopped somebody powerful like Rick Jacobs from con constantly doing this, but he chose not to. Right, because this, this right. lawsuit was really about Garcetti. Because you hire enough people, you're going to get a weirdo, right? You're going to get somebody who right. does uh, twisted, inappropriate things, right? There's a lot of people with sexual issues. So Rick Jacobs was that guy. It was Garcetti protecting him, enabling him, giggling him all these years and eventually costing and the taxpayers millions of dollars. Garcetti is the bad guy in this story because he could have dealt with Jacobs the first time he heard about this. Right. And let's zero in on the word giggling because generally speaking, men of 50 or older don't giggle. We laugh. We have a hearty, you know, a hearty guffaw, but we don't giggle. And I, and I focus on that word because there has always been something very uncomfortable surrounding either the factual or the, the common belief about Garcetti's own uh, sexual orientation, which I don't know what it is. I have my views, but there's always been something uncomfortably, um, uh, uh, uncomfortable about Garcetti's representation, about his wife, about their relationship, um, ab about his whole persona. And, and there's always been a kind of an ick factor about him and who he really is. And that comes from growing up in a local political bubble, from going to Harvard Westlake, where you are basically insulated in wealth, in suburban wealth and privilege, as he has been since he was a kid growing up in Encino, right up into and including the time when his mom and dad bailed him out. It, there's something not right about the whole Garcetti picture. He's entitled to keep his personal life private. But there was something that I have always felt that he found kind of, uh, to quote Joe, uh, you know, uh, whoever said it, uh, you know, a thrill up his leg about some sort of titillating thing going on in his presence. That's my perception. I could be completely wrong, but I suspect I'm not. All right. Uh, Daniel Gus, thanks for joining us today. Daniel Gus, the Gus Report. I'll be here. Thank you. <laughs> All right.
And, of course, this is about the settlement monies, which Daniel thinks is going to approach $3 million in the whole case of uh, the police officer that says he was sexually harassed by a top aide to Garcetti. He's getting $1.8 million, but they spent a lot of other money on the whole ordeal going over the last several years. All right, when we return, your chance to win money. That's right. The keyword will be revealed. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. A couple of other notes about the Los Angeles City Council we just talked about. They voted 13 to nothing to give an LAPD officer almost $2 million for being sexually harassed by a top aide to Garcetti. Uh, What is the first thing you think about doing after you've been pulled over for drunk driving? Well, Assemblywoman Wendy Carrillo did formally announce on Monday she is a candidate for the Los Angeles City Council seat occupied by Kevin DeLeon. I'm not going to let that bother her. You know what? She's such a joke, not just because, you know, she was caught drunk driving, right? But when she got out of the car, she tried to tell the cops it was because I sneezed. Yeah, she sneezed and lost control. I sneezed. Did that happen to you? No. Like a really heavy sneeze where your arms just go up? No. I've never heard of that. I have never heard. driving. And the thing is, her blood alcohol content was double, at least, the legal limit. Double. Yeah. So you've had that many drinks and you tell the cop, oh, I sneezed. And a couple of days later, I want to be on city council. Well, of course you do, right? Of course you do. Yeah, I read one article that says eh, probably a lot of people aren't even aware of the story. I mean, it got some local coverage. But oh, uh, yeah, that's probably attention. true. Because, because yeah. uh, you know, they, that's how these people survive is because no one's paying attention. Exactly. So, so you just gin up, uh, you know, uh, union support, for example, right? You get the union goons to come out and vote for you, and you have enough to win on, even if it's just a few thousand votes. Yeah, and I guess they also got a hold of a a video taken by a witness of her field sobriety test, and she couldn't, uh, she looks like she couldn't keep her balance. Did not go well. It's it's 1.30 in the morning. She wipes out a bunch of cars, has has double the legal limit, and she's trying to claim it's a sneeze. that, That is one for the Hall of Fame. Now, uh, concerning the Los Angeles City Council past, there was once a woman who just uh, a little over a year ago was a big deal. She was the city council president. Who remembers Nuri Martinez? Well, then we got that leaked audio of Nuri Martinez and Kevin DeLeon and Gil Cedillo and a labor leader uh, talking trash about uh, black people, about Mike Bonin. Oaxacans. Uh, about Oaxacans, right? So Poor Oaxacans. The Oaxacans. The Oaxacans got taken out? Wow. The Oaxacans got taken out. So uh, she said the worst of it, clearly, if you heard the tape. So she did resign. But what do you do a year later? Well, Los Angeles Magazine is reporting that um, she has fled the state, that she has now got a home in Arizona and supposedly is declaring herself a Republican. So... Just like Garcetti, the story was, going to India to reinvent himself. How about this for a move? If you've decided that what I am is a politician, but I am ruined in Los Angeles. In fact, I might be ruined in California. It's not a bad idea, right? You go to, you go to Arizona where there might be an audience for your views. <laughs> you just never know. People uh, in Arizona heard the tape and go, what? <laughs> What's the big deal? They're so sensitive the first there Latina now. to become council president, so... She had quite an achievement behind her. Everything was going her way, and all oh, that tape, that tape. Service. She she thinks she can sell this stuff to Republicans in Arizona. 
I guess there's some logic to that, huh? So the report is that she and her husband, Gary Guzman, have set up camp in Arizona. Now, there's a response that Channel 5 printed that Nuri Martinez denies this. Uh, the usual, I'm a lifelong resident of the San Fernando Valley, and I still live in Sun Valley with my family. I have no plans of relocating, and I'm still staunch Valley Democrat. Well, okay, so where did this come from? Is, supposedly it was a pretty good source that it, told them this. Is this like some kind of prank? That someone pulled and the L.A. magazine fell for it? Or, oh, right. That, that doesn't or, make sense that somebody this disgraced would just leave the state. Right. And, it, it, or is, does she have two homes now? And, uh, you know, she hasn't officially moved yet. But let's say she, like a lot of people these days, she's transitioning. <laughs> oh, like a lot of people these days. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Well, it says here, as of uh, this morning, LA Magazine is standing by its reporting. Yeah. There have been repeated attempts to reach Nori Martinez from them, and they were unsuccessful. I mean, so. you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm sure she would want to lie about this, right? If this was her plan. Right, exactly. This might have been... Because uh, it's still in process. Actually. Yeah, it, well, released too early, right? She probably... Yeah, she, but she's got to do, you know, sneak to Arizona and then just do a whole name change. Like the and, media in Arizona won't pick up the story if she runs for office that this is who she was in L.A. And, she changes her name and takes her husband's didn't name. Say she's changing her name. Well, the I think too. Uh, well, hey, whatever you have Nick to do. Nick Martinez. You know, it's just about getting the power. Well, take her husband's name. Did you say her husband's name was Guzman. Guzman, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nuri Guzman. Oh, she could go with his last name. Republican. Yeah, you know, dye her hair blonde, lose some weight. Who's gonna know? You've got a pretty good uh, you know what, I track thought, on these ideas. Well, I'll tell you, because I have one of those things I've always thought about, and I don't know why. I wouldn't call this a fantasy. It's just, I don't know, a game I play with myself. It's like, what would I do if I wanted to completely disappear, disappear. and take, take on a new identity? Like, how far would you have to go to pull it off? And it's really hard now. I used to think about this a long time ago, like when I was a kid. Um, but 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 now it's nearly impossible because you're you're tracked by everything. Everything, everything. is electronic, right? Social media. Sure, right. you can't uh, unless you want to carry around thousands of dollars of cash on you. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna pick up your trail uh, very quickly. All so. right, we'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM six forty. We're live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. I was just fascinated by like mob guys who get put in the witness protection program and they yeah, set up a life. Work? Yeah. yeah, I thought that was just the coolest thing. I'll disappear one day. You'll see. I'll end up being a woman or something. Uh, Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour news. And a vegan. Ooh, I love <laughs> a it. Vegan woman. A trifecta. Yeah, I'm going to become Deborah Mark one day. Oh, God. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. 
It, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio from 1 to 4, then after 4 o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. You could listen to what you missed. If you listen and if you missed the last half hour, we had Daniel Gus on from the Gus Report talking about how Eric Garcetti from India cost us millions of dollars because the city of L.A. finally settled with that cop, Matthew Garza, who said that uh, Garcetti's top uh, lieutenant, Rick Jacobs, was uh, sexually uh, fondling him. Tormenting him, him yeah. Harassing him. And uh, Eric would sit in the back seat and just politely giggle. Hee, hee, hee. Look at that. <laughs> uh, okay, you could also use the app to connect to the Moist Line. We'll be playing those calls in two days during this hour. Or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Well, who's excited for tonight's Republican presidential debate? Anybody? No? I forgot there was one until just a few hours ago. <laughs> I know. It's in Miami. It's uh, it's NBC. And that uh, it's got Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Tim Scott. Or the five, the three that got knocked out, well, Pence quit. And the other two, that uh, Dagon Burgum, did not qualify. Oh, the uh, uh, governor of North Dakota. Yeah, he didn't uh, qualify for the debate. So You have to get a certain number of donors. And, and a, your friend Asa Hutchinson, the other oh, one. That jackass. <laughs> He's so still running, too. Last he won't quit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just because they didn't meet the benchmark uh, doesn't mean they're going to quit. But he, yeah. he's like, he's like uh, a Garcetti guy. He's uh, zero. Well, today, too, Trump news is dominating. Trump is doing a rally in Florida. I'm looking at a story that uh, the Minnesota State Supreme Court just ruled that his name can appear on the 2024 primary ballot. In case you don't know, a couple of states are contesting this because he's undicted. They think they could be reason to keep him off the ballot. I think Colorado is another place where they're arguing this. There, There's a four. Uh, I think it's the 14th Amendment. Yeah. And it was after the Civil War. And that people who were involved in the Civil War, they didn't want to be elected to uh, to office. Right. It, they had committed insurrection against the nation. Mm, insurrection. Insurrection. There are no insurrection charges against Trump. Whatever no, tra charges. The case revolves around that insurrection. So one of the cases does, but there's no charges. Yeah. Against insurrection them. is a very specific word. And what this was was a rally that got out of hand. 
and became a, a riot, but it wasn't really organized overthrow of the government. Right. So, no, stop. It's 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 just nonsense. And then, of course, uh, Ivanka Trump testified in New York in the fraud case against the family business. That got a lot of attention this morning. So it's like Trump news all over the place, and uh, these five uh, buffoons are going to debate. I mean, this has never happened. All the years I've followed presidential elections, I can't imagine that there's a debate between complete irrelevance. Right now, that's the case. That could change. Not admitting that. Well, that's still that's got a year to go before people vote. But they're, well, they're hanging in in case the he, weight he explodes, of right. with the weight of the convictions uh, sinks him. And, and I can tell you this: I don't care what happens with the court cases. He will not quit. He will not. No. So, even if he's jailed, we learned that he can still run and yes. be president. Okay, but does he? So get, I don't think there's no there's no end to this. Right. Um, does does he does he get? majority support across the nation now that's the only thing left is whether or not republican voters decide to go elsewhere so far they're not right leading the field by an average of 50 points no this is this is a hail mary <laughs> thing i think here's what would have I to keep happen. reading that like nikki haley's surging oh she moved from three percent to six percent she's surging i don't they have nothing to write about. She doubled her support. They, they got to fill the space every day, so they got to make stuff up. So what would have to happen is he gets convicted, yeah, and 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 then the conviction knocks off, let's say, ten points his national total. Mm, right. Nice. Suddenly he's like eight points behind Biden. And at the convention, you know, they could pull call an audible and say, "Look, uh, we we're, we're, we all love you, Trump, but you're going to get creamed, and we want to win the presidency." Oh, then they're gonna. His supporters will mob the stage and tear everybody apart. Yeah, how entertaining would that be? They're gonna be at that convention. If they hear I that, know. that's it. I know. Well, it's. Uh, but but if you're uh, if you're like DeSantis, comes the, here comes like, the pitchforks. Why not hang around in the hallway just in case, right? And the torches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't be chasing poor Pence again. Maybe he's involved. He'll be running. Yes. <laughs> uh, on the other side of this, another development. House Republicans are not given up into their impeachment inquiry. And today they issued subpoenas to a couple of Bidens, Hunter and James Biden. I guess to ask about the family business. Is that what it's about? Hmm. Did you but, see that story the other the day about a check racket. that made its way? <laughs> oh, yeah. Racket. Yeah, yeah. Jim Biden sent Joe Biden a check from some deal that worked out with China. Yeah, that's what it appears to be. But they could just say, oh, it's just a family loan. He's repaying no. a family loan. Actually, they have a pretty good... I got a, I got a list here. Let me see if I can boil this down. Um, it, all right, here's a list of, of uh, some of the evidence they have or some of the stuff... To, mm, the circumstantial that, stuff. That, that points to, to trouble. National Archives say they found 82,000 pages of emails that Biden sent or received on three private pseudonym accounts. Three fake names he had. But I saw an explanation for that. Anybody that famous doesn't want to be spammed to death, so they often do use other names when they correspond. Good cover story. Yeah, uh, I liked it. House Oversight Committee released a statement that Biden got $40,000 in laundered China money from the bank of his brother and sister-in-law uh, in the form of a personal check. They reported that Biden, uh, that, that Hunter Biden got a $250,000 loan from a Chinese businessman using the address of Joe Biden's Delaware home. Hmm. After the money was received, Biden wrote a college admission letter of recommendation for the businessman's daughter. Um, 
Chuck Grassley uh, released an FBI record, a Ukrainian energy executive's allegation that Biden and his son were paid $5 million each while Biden was serving as vice president. This is according to the Ukrainian energy executive. Then Biden's brother James received two loans, $600,000 from AmeriCorps Health. Uh, on the day the second loan hit the bank account, James Biden set, sent a check for the same amount, $200,000, as a, quote, loan reimbursement. And and so they, they had these little uh, cover stories, you know, written on the check, so loan reimbursement. But, right. you know, you, you don't have to believe that. <laughs> and and I, that's why they're circumstantial. We need the smoking gun. We need somebody that paid off the Bidens to come forward and say that's what this was about. Just checks. I I don't know. Well, what that how does. much how much circumstantial evidence do you need? Oh, I'm convinced. Oh, right, I'm right, saying, right. You know. So again, but this, that's what I'm talking about. Like with Trump, the, the way pe- this country is so divided to get any of those people to come over. But you're going to have to have something really, really concrete. If, if it's an election that, you know, the last two elections are basically like, you know, 48, 47, right? Yeah. It's, oh, you're saying this could just push it a little the bit. The few percent in the middle, how would they react to a Trump conviction or enough Biden circumstantial evidence that, you know, Biden, Biden is Biden a crook? takes bribes. Yeah. You know, at some point, the weight of it all. It has to be. Although I, I do think Biden. This is why Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is surging in the polls because well, people are looking for any alternative at all. You, you know what the most shocking number? Uh, so the Times had that uh, the six swing states that yes. they polled, and, and Trump was ahead of Biden. But uh, in those six states, uh, if you make it a three-way race, Robert Kennedy gets twenty-four percent of the vote, <laughs> and among independents, he's in the lead. And that's where one consultant I read said it's just because people are looking for anybody else. Okay. They can't stand Biden and Trump so much. I don't care who you are, what your name is. <laughs> it doesn't matter why. <laughs> what, what if that's... Uh... Vaccine, schmaxine. <laughs> just get in there. <laughs> You're somebody else. All right, we'll be right back. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Schmaxine? Uh... Yeah, right. Schmaxine vaccine. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Uh, just a quick update uh, before we get to another crime story, but this is one we covered and uh, what happened on October 24th. In fact, John Cobelt got on the news on this story. Uh, remember the guy that was driving his car as Alfa Romeo on the 10 freeway uh, near downtown Los Angeles, and he got uh, hit from behind by a black Dodge caravan. So they pulled over to the side, and four guys in black ski masks get out of the caravan, and they robbed the driver of the Alfa Romeo. And everybody wondered, wow, is this going to be a new trend? I mean, they used to do the insurance fraud thing. They'd bump your car and then try to hit you up for insurance money. But actually physically robbing you when you pull over after an accident, that's where you declared, I'm just going to go right home. Or I'm going to go to the police. I'm not going to hang around. Oh, I'm, I'm not. Well, I had a hunch about this one. It turns out the guy that was driving the Alfa Romeo, a jewelry dealer from Hong Kong. So what do you think they were after? A bag of jewels? A bag of money? Doesn't say what they got. They have not caught these guys, by the way. I think they they took something out of the front seat, and uh, a bystander took video. Yes, and the conversation was, "You got it? Yeah, I got it." Yeah, they were. They, I think that's why I'm saying they targeted this guy. Yeah, probably followed him from a downtown jewelry store. He was a jewelry dealer visiting from Hong Kong. Left the U.S. the day after he was robbed. <laughs> I guess he's not going to stick around. We're, we're not going to see him again. 
You wonder about, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and you wonder about uh, his dealings in the jewelry dealership that he's just like, yeah, yeah, I got robbed, but I'm leaving. Uh, did, not like, did they arrest the guys? Did they recover my stuff? I'm staying until I find No, oh, he's, he's in Hong Kong. He's not coming back. Now, this story, three people have been arrested on charges of operating a high-end brothel network in Massachusetts and Virginia with a clientele that included elected officials, military officers, and government contractors with security clearances. Well, who are they? This was announced by the acting U.S. attorney from Massachusetts. And one of the reasons we're bringing up this story is that one of the three people that's been arrested is from Torrance. James Lee. James a Lee. Age 68. Anybody yeah, know Han him? Lee, Han Lee and Jummy, Jummy Young Lee also were arrested. And they're from Massachusetts. So. Is this three brothers? That's what I'm guessing. Well, no, no, no. 41, 68, and 30. Family then. Some kind of family. Mm -hmm. This might be an uncle. Or, Dad and two uh, sons. Or, or it could be the father, right? And they went to Massachusetts to start a Jummy business. Young Lee. Yeah, it's, 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 it's June, well, actually, oh, it's Jun Myung. Jun Myung? It's J-U-N-M-Y. Uh, so they, they they believe they're Korean from these names. They were sex traffickers. Yeah. Uh, conspiracy to coerce and entice to travel to engage in illegal sexual activity. They transported women and advertised them online for pre-approved clients to choose from several websites and ran the brothels out of the apartments that they rented. Listen to listen to the clientele: doctors, lawyers, accountants, elected officials. Yeah, I want to know who they are. Uh, High-tech companies, pharmaceutical companies, executives, military officers, government contractors, professors, scientists. The, uh, is that like, what was that former Spitzer, the governor of New York? Didn't he go high-end with some sort of service? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah they, 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 well, they have a, a lot of money. So this is, that's why all these trips, these, these junkets, these uh, conferences, that's what, that's what it's about. Customers are not named in the affidavit. Because the investigation into their involvement is active and ongoing. They never release the names. Every mm. once in a while, there's a story about the new hot madam. They have the black book. They have the names. Never gets released. <laughs> Still oh, yeah, waiting on the... Lady, what was that lady's name that had all the... She was going to reveal all the names of that years uh, ago? Uh, it was some high-end madam. Yeah. Heidi Fleiss. Heidi Fleiss was one of them? Fleiss, yeah, right. Well, she was one of the high-end hookers. Uh, but there was someone behind the whole thing. I think that Heidi Fleiss worked for her. I can't remember. And then, uh, and then you, we still haven't heard about Epstein's uh, celebrity clientele <laughs> either. Story that'll never end, right? Uh, Conway's here. Hey now, hey now, hey now. We have seventy-three thousand SoCal Edison customers. Possible power shut off because of the high winds. We're there again, where everybody you know loses power because they can't control. For some reason, every other state has their electrical system down. Yeah. And we can't do it here. No, a little got, wind and we're done. Got to, got to put the wires underground. <laughs> Right. Yeah, and they should have done it years ago. A hundred years ago. Yeah. yeah. hundred. Just dig a hole. It's easy to do. I could do it. Uh, then we have a rare earthquake in Texas. 5.2. That's not a small earthquake. No. In Texas. West Texas. And then a woman's body was found in Encino, which is pretty rare, uh, in a dumpster in Encino, right off Rubio and Ventura. So it's it, crime is everywhere. You know, crazies are everywhere. You see a guy last night going 130 miles on the freeway with a motorcycle. No. Highway, highway patrol guy comes up and basically shoves him off his micro his uh his uh, <laughs> no, motorcycle. I didn't see that. Oh, it was great. It was great. <laughs> that was uh it was the chase last night. I don't think it was like around eight thirty, nine, nine thirty. Thirty? Hundred and thirty miles an hour on the freeway. Wow. 
Wow. And uh, wide open, what, I guess. What freeway is is that wide open? At 9 o'clock, you'd be surprised. Yeah, you, you yeah, yeah uh, 710, I think. Try that on the 101 <laughs> right. about now. Yeah, no, you can't do it. You can't do it. That's why these uh, night birds come out uh, later on, these night owls. And then credit card debt, we're topping a trillion dollars for the first mm. time ever. Credit card debt. People can't stop buying. Economic they, collapse coming. They're consumers. <laughs> they're consumers. <laughs> All right. Conway's Dig, Dig Dog with you guys. Yeah, Dig we Dog. we got you going. Crozier's go. got the news live go. in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.